You know how a few months ago we talked about Chick-fil-A? Yes. I finally tried it. I thought you weren't going to support them. Did I say that? Yes, you did, bro. You need to go go backtrack. You're saying I said yeah. I wasn't going to support them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said I would try it at least once. I don't remember that. What did you say? Were you going to support it? I said I didn't care. You would have tried it. Yeah, I would try it. I'm a foodie. You haven't tried it yet? No. So I went to the one in Yorkdale and the line was pretty long. This is like yesterday, Monday, at like 7 p.m. The thing I noticed right away about Chick-fil-A is everyone working there was so happy. Like, you go to McDonald's or Harvey's, you know, people aren't going to be like smiling all the time. They're like having, it looks like they're having a fun time at work. And that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, whoa. Like Chick-fil-A has some next level customer service, which I never expected from a fast food restaurant. Like, I've never been there. It changed my whole mindset of like a fast food restaurant. Like I was not expecting... I was not expecting that level of service. Like this was in the food court at the mall. Even at 7 p.m. on a on a Monday, the line was like winding around, and they had four they had four people holding tablets and uh, taking your order in the line. When you get to the front, you just say, "Oh, you know, it's uh, Gavin's order." Blah 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 blah, and you pay. But I just was so shocked that everyone was smiling and working. Odd. I don't think for a re- for like a retail basically. Not right? retail food, food industry. like a food, a fast food like retail kind of thing. Not retail like selling stuff. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a fast food joint, and I was just like, whoa, this is probably not that the food was good, but like in terms of fast food, fast food for me is always going to be fast food. It's like whatever. Did you did you feel a difference between Jubilees and Jollibee? Oh, I Jolly didn't Bee? have Jollibees yet. Oh, you need to try that, bro. No, this this weekend. But, but I was just very surprised. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, this is a fast food restaurant, but they don't act like a fast food restaurant. Do you ask them why you're so happy? Like, just roll up the guy. Why are they gay? They're gay in a sense where the word means happy, I guess. No, but like you know, they said they're anti-gay, right? The company CEO. Yeah. So, do you think they'll hire gay people? I don't think they're allowed to discriminate to when they're hiring people. But mentally, because the the supervisor there look, I'm not saying he's gay, but he looked pretty like gay. <laughs> he looked like he was having a good time at work, and you know, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You're listening to DIU Podcast Daily Issues Uncovered. My name is Gavin, and I'm joined by my co-host, fellow 28 year old man, Jaxi. What's up? How was your birthday week? I went karaoke. Is that how you envisioned a Jaxi birthday celebration? Doing some karaoke? Yeah, dude. Like, karaoke's my thing. I love it. You know, I, I just get to spend time with my friends, get to sing, get to drink. Dude, what else can I ask for? That's that's all you ask for, right? Yeah, friends, drinking, and singing. What about you, Gavin? Heard you did something. What did I do for my birthday? Yeah. On my birthday, I had sushi with my girlfriend. But then you celebrated afterwards. I did. So, okay, 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 <laughs> fine. This is a whole story, too. So I celebrated my birthday a bit later. Um, on the Saturday? On the Saturday. I'm making plans. My girlfriend's also making some plans. We're trying to, like, gather a group of friends. Like, like when you're 28, at least in my opinion, I don't know about you, Jack, but, like, when, I, when you're 28, gathering a group of friends more than three people might as well be assembling the Avengers. 
Like, it's so hard to to get a certain amount of people above, like, let's say five. G- Gabby, you know, I plan my birthday, like, a month and a half in advance just to... That's how much planning you need. <laughs> Assembling the Avengers. Yeah. They're all, they all have their own movies, you know? Then they're like, oh, fuck, I gotta come to your movie the now. crossover, like, like, you know? <laughs> that's, that's what it means to be old and making a plan. So then, earlier last week... I asked you about your plans. But you didn't ask that me week. if you're doing I, I, anything. No, no, I asked you about your plans in a group chat. And you're like, well, you know, on uh, on Wednesday, I'm doing this. On Thursday, I'm doing this. On Friday, I'm doing this. And on Saturday, I'm doing this. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, well, Jack is... He said he's busy on Saturday. So... You know, I would have... So I'm not plans. So I'm not going to invite you. So, so I'm like, all right, Jack, you said you're busy. I know you're one of the biggest flakers N.A., so like, wow. I didn't want you to flake on your old plans. I'm like, all right, you know, Jack, he's already flaking on so many things. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to throw a wrench in the cog, you know, I'll, like, like Jack, your, your, your agenda is always evolving. Whenever a better plan comes, like, I, I know you, you're going to, you're going to say nah. You're just gonna- Gavin, I was going to flop on my plan and come if I was invited. See, that's what I'm trying to, you're 28, man. Yeah. You shouldn't be flopping. But I'm flopping have for some, you. Have some responsibility, I'm man. I'm flopping for you, bro. Yeah, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help you grow as a man. You heard the intro. You're a fellow 28-year-old man. Oh, fucking hate being 20-year-old. I'm just trying to say, you shouldn't flop. So, anyways, we go to Momofuku Noodle Bar downtown. And then, um, Jack sees on my Snapchat. Not Snapchat, it's IG. Instagram. Jack sees on my Instagram story. And he goes... The classic Jaxi line, which mentioned way back, way back in the old DIU podcast. Jaxi hits me with the TFTI. Listeners, for those who don't remember what that means, what does it mean, Jack? What's TFTI? Thanks for the invite with sarcasm. Obviously sarcasm. And I'm like, bro, you told me that you were doing something on Saturday. But if you had told me, I would have flopped on those plans to come out. But here, I'm trying to help you become a better man. By not flopping. But I wanted to come to celebrate with you. That's not how that's not how life works, man. This isn't a game. Life you can't just game. flop on your what did you flop what did you end up doing instead? No, it's not. I've had plans like two weeks, three weeks in advance. Yep. It was like uh basketball with my colleagues. It was planned three weeks in advance. Three weeks, three Your four, friend three weeks. your colleagues were planning that basketball event like the Avengers, like you planning your karaoke party. And you're just trying to flop. That, ladies and gentlemen, that is how Jaxi rolls. You make plans with him three weeks in advance, and he's ready to drop plans just like that. For you, Gavin. Did you feel special? It's like, oh my God, Jack is only drop plans for me. It's not an excuse, man. I I don't want you committing these sins, these atrocious sins on on my behalf. Gavin, I'm just gonna say, TFTI. Shaking my head. <laughs> SMH. SMH. Um. Okay. Also, have an update. So, a few weeks ago, we talked about the new Ontario license plates. Yeah. How basically, if you had these license plates, which are dark blue, that you could commit any crime at night. Yeah. How? Because they're impossible to see at night. So, recently, the Ontario government gave up on this new plan. And instead, they're going to use the, the old white background and blue wording again. That sounds good. Uh, except... They are going to keep the new slogan, A Place to Grow, which will replace yours to discover. But it looks like it looks like they're going to go back to something resembling the old design. It's good that they're changing the slogan, but not changing the license plate. I think that's a really good move. 
Yep. Maybe the original plan was to change the slogan, but then they knew people would be so mad. You know when you fuck up so hard that you make a bigger lie to, let's say you got an F on your report card, and then you say, oh, hey, mom, I'm, uh, I'm pregnant or something. I got some girl pregnant. They're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but I got an F on the report card. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then maybe, maybe the original plan was to change the slogan, and then they're just like, all right, all right, we're going to make some big shit. Uh, but... It's going to go back to that traditional blue on white design. So you must that be happy. That sounds good. I'm happy. You're getting a new car soon, apparently, or next year. So still in the process. Okay. I think that's all for the updates. Uh, you want to jump into this week's topics? Yeah, I'm going to start off first. Yeah, okay. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about having children. We know, we know. Like I always do. What kind of dad would you be if you're flaking on plans which were made three weeks ago? For for my fellow DIU podcaster, good friend Gavin, anything is worth it. Don't hit me with that TFTI when you told me you're doing something on yeah, Saturday. You Don't me hit if, me with that TFTI. If, if you invited me and then like, if I say I can't go, that's my fault. But then if you invited me and I flaked on my other plans, you wouldn't even know. No, but I knew you had other plans. If you invited me, then... Okay, 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 okay. You're, pl- you're thinking of being a, a parent. Okay. And I recently watched or read an article how a mom made her son do push-ups as discipline. I was like watching like, whoa, that's pretty good. It's better than Asian parents hitting their kids. Because you know the stereotype, Asian parents hit their kids, right? It's not a stereotype. It's, it's the truth. My parents never it's the hit truth. me. Your parents never hit you? No. Man, look at this spoiled kid. <laughs> That's why. That's why you. That's why you grow up like this. Always flaking on your plans. Whoa, that's nothing to do with that, bro. What the hell are you smoking? Okay, man? what's up? Yeah, what's up? So, um, you sent me this article earlier, and it's a Facebook post. Let me pull it up. But it was also written to an article, based off a viral Facebook post. Yes. Um, it's about this lady. This black lady. Okay, so here's the article. A Texas mom is receiving praise for the way she creatively disciplined her sons during a trip to Hobby Lobby. I think that's the name of the store. Uh, Molly Wooden said she was shopping with her children at the Crafts and Home Decor store when her four-year-old child asked to use the washroom. Wooden entered the restroom and saw a mother having a serious talk with her son who was sitting on the bathroom floor defiantly. And then there's a picture. Hold on, hold on. You want me to read the post? You can read it. I don't mind. Okay, so there's a picture of the back of the mom, and you can see a kid doing push-ups like on the floor, on the bathroom floor. So this is the post by Molly Wooden. To the woman in the Hobby Lobby bathroom, if my hands weren't full of children, I would have applauded you. As your son gave you the back talk of the century, you stayed calm and collected while adding 10 more push-ups to his already growing number. We need more parents like you who aren't afraid to parent their own children because of what someone else might think. He said, Mama, this is the bathroom floor. Gross. With like 20 S's. Um, She said, maybe you shouldn't have been... And then she said, maybe you shouldn't have been acting obnoxious. They have soap for a reason. 10 more. So random woman of the Hobby Lobby, I love you. Keep on raising them kids right. And then there's an edit. So since this post got viral, like 71k reactions, 15k comments, 43k shares. So Molly Wooden says, I have since found the mom through the power of social media 
and she promptly thanked me for posting this. Says she appreciates the support and positive comments, and we're hoping to grab coffee sometime while supervising push-ups, that is. Winky emoji. (laughs) So this is in Texas, and her name is... I think her name is Nikki Quinn. Close to Nicki Minaj. Nikki Quinn. Yeah, she's got pink hair. Yeah. Okay, so you sent me this post. Is this an issue? What are, what are your thoughts on this? It's it's a future issue. It's like, Gavin, how are we going to discipline our kids? So so for you, is this a solution? I think this is a really good solution. Like, it's better than hitting your kids or, like, yelling at them. Stay calm and composed. Push-ups. It's so beneficial. First, it's good for the health. Okay. Second, it's good for their body to make it, like, sexy. Like Sounds like one and two are kind of the same okay and then three you're disciplining them do you think push-ups is a good way like if you were a kid think back to you if you were a kid you would have you would have been okay with that being disciplined like if your dad was like shut the fuck up son give me 10 push-ups but here's the thing discipline kids never like discipline yep so it doesn't matter what you do just what, like in like in asia you know some kids are like yo stand in the corner put your put a book on your head or something that's not good is enough. that discipline that's what discipline. is what is good enough Something that makes them suffer, but at the same time, not like hurt. Like doing push-ups is not going to make him hurt his body. I've seen kids in Asia needing, like getting punished by doing like a, a wall squat. You know, like they have to, they have to do a squat against the wall or something. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But I think push-ups are more beneficial. You're training arms. The other are training legs. So as someone who only supports arm days, you're, you're in favor of the, the no, push-ups. I don't, I don't support arm days. Just that. No leg days. No, I do do legs used to. <laughs> but start them off young. Maybe okay. when they get older, start lift with, uh, lift weighting. Weightlifting? Weightlifting, that's right. Sorry. Or maybe they'll hate it. They're like, oh, fuck, man. My dad made me do push-ups. I, I hate it now. I never want to do a single push-up again. So what? You'd rather hit them while they were kids? Why does it have to be an option of hitting and doing push-ups? Okay, what would you do then if you don't want to do push-ups? Um, I think it's, it's a creative idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I think... A lot of Asian kids were hit as a kid and... And we should continue that tradition? I'm not saying you should hit your kid. But I'm saying a lot of kids, a lot of millennials now who were raised were hit. And for the most part, they turned out okay. Like the like the, be, like the getting slapped is a lot more... Um, how do you say it? It's more of like a wake-up call. Like a, oh shit, I better not fuck up. Like the stakes are higher. You know if you fuck up the next time, you're getting your ass beat. Yeah, it's going to bring out like the feather duster. Like, you get humbled. If you've been hit as a kid, you know like shit is real. Because like, you can make so many threats. You can be like, okay, you have to do push-ups or you have to like, or like like white people. Oh, you're grounded. That's like no effect. Because like, there's there's no stakes. That doesn't, that doesn't humble you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying when I'm mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. getting humbled? So there's a benefit I'm not saying because it's a touchy subject. Hitting kids is a very touchy subject, especially in Canada and North America. I'm not saying you should hit a kid. You're not endorsing I'm it. Not, I'm not saying if I have kids, I'm going to hit them. But kids who get hit, especially Asian Asian parents, they know to be humble. Like, yo, if, if I'm going to do this, you know, it's like math. X results in Y. You know, if I'm going to do this shit, I'm going to get smacked. Now... Whether or not that's a good way to learn or to parent, you know, you might say that's parenting with fear. You know, we can have we can have entire debates about that. But I'm saying 
the outcome, whether or not how to get to the outcome of raising a good kid is 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 there. Hey, but I turned out all right. My parents never hit me. Did you turn out all right? Yeah. Texting TFTIs to your friend when you already made plan. Like, bro. Okay, if you told me beforehand, I would have came to your, the birthday dinner. It was a lunch. It was a tomato lunch. Potato, tomato, tomato. It was a lunch. You probably wouldn't have even had been awake. I was awake. I had to have a massage therapist. I had uh, to go to a chiropractor. You had a massage appointment? Chiropractor. Chiropractor? What time? Uh, 11.15. I finished at 12. What time was the lunch, Gavin? 12.30. But I had basketball at 2, so I literally had half an hour to eat with you. Yep, and we were downtown, so no way in hell. I it's okay. Gonna... It didn't work out. It didn't work out. <sighs> but I turned out all right. My parents didn't hit me. My parents just like... How did, know, yeah, how did they discipline you? Like, my mom will like pinch my ear lobe. Like, whenever I didn't Were listen. you afraid of that, though? Dude, it hurt like a bitch, man. Yep. Because like... When they pull, pull it, it's painful. Like, have you got pulled in the earlobe before? Probably. And then I remember as a kid, my mom would, like, hit my hand if I did something bad. Hit your hand? Like, lightly. Not very hard, not to a point it hurts a lot, but it hurts a little bit as a kid. But did that, did that do anything? Like, when you got hit in the hand, were you like, oh, shit, I'm not going to do whatever again? I don't know. Like, why would your mom hit you, for example? Like, not eating your food? Like, what's, what is something you would do which would result to your mom slapping your hand? Like, if I'm drawing on the wall when I'm supposed to. So, if you got, like, hit in the hand, would that make you, like, think, okay, I'm not going to draw on the wall again? I think so. I don't remember. Like, I didn't care. Like, you didn't... You I, don't, I don't remember. You don't, you don't remember the fear, that means. I remember, you don't like, remember the fear. Okay, if I didn't remember, I, I wouldn't remember this, but I remember this. The two things I remember was mom hitting my hand and my ear getting pulled like a bitch. Yep. That was painful because... But I didn't listen. My mom just pulled my ear. It's like, you're she's not like, listening to me? You're opening, not listening to me? Uh, open up your ear more. <laughs> like fucking pulling your yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It was so fucking painful. But my parents never actually gave me like the... No. But I also remember my dad, when he got mad, he would like kick me out of the house. He would pull me out of the house and leave me outside. And like... What would you do? Nothing. I would knock just... and ring the door and not let me in. For how long? How long would he keep you outside? Minimum like an hour or two. Damn, and you just be like knocking the door for the whole hour? No, I give up. Just yeah, sitting just at a door, doorstep? Yeah. And then my mom would eventually come out and open it. And I realized I shouldn't do that anymore because my parents left me outside. I think that's the... Like, like whether you're getting, you're getting your ass beat or you're getting thrown at the house or whatever the punishment is, I think the point of the punishment is that it, it's supposed to like instill fear in you like so that you don't do it again. And that's kind of like an Asian parenting treatment. Yeah, whatever the punishment is, if the kid can think back to his mind and be like, I'm never going to, like, at least have that fear, then they're sort of being raised, like, like to not do that again. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't remember what I was afraid of. I was just afraid but of But you just knew there was a fear. Yeah. And that's something with Asian parenting, punishing, that I can, I, I can sort of say it's not really that good. Yes, the result is the kid behaves. But getting there, the you don't show your math in the work. You know, it's it's like in an ideal world, the kid understands what he did is wrong, why is it wrong, and therefore they know uh, not to do that again. But in the Asian parenting world, it's not that straight line of reasoning. It's you're getting your ass kicked or you're getting kicked out of your house, and then and then you and have then to realize what you did wrong. 
No, it's not you. You don't realize what you did wrong. It's that if you do this again, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get hurt. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> so then, at the end of the day, if two kids were raised with an Asian parent and another parent, and one parent explained somehow explained to the kid that drawing on the wall is wrong, and then the other parent just kicked the kid's ass when they drew on the wall. Sure, maybe at the end of the day, they'll both end up at the final destination where they stop drawing on the wall. The end goal. But how they got there is drastically different. Yeah, so like the person like that's been told might yeah. have done it a few more times. Yeah, and then they got to the end goal. But like that's the harder parenting method. That's that's probably the reasoning. The reasoning yeah, parent. Yeah, that's the hardest. That's that's the more difficult parenting method. The easier method is just to slap the kid, right? And you fucking do this again. I'm fucking hit yeah. you, yo. It's like, oh, why? You know, I'm just you know, a kid just trying to, have kid fun. just trying to draw on the wall or some shit, and like, and the parents like. Backhand right across the face. But I don't think my parents would ever hit me in the face. Did you get hit in the face, Gavin? No, because if you hit in the face, yeah. the, the teachers can see it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. You don't get hit in the face. It's always it's always a tongue too. Yeah, the clothes hanger. The parents are smart, you know. They don't you don't hit in the face. You don't hit anywhere skin is exposed. <laughs> Cause then the, the teachers are gonna see that at yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, lucky guy, Jack. Didn't get hit as a kid. Well, I got hit in the hand. I got kicked out of my house. You know how scared it is when you get kicked out of your house, bro? Yeah. In yeah. the winter? Yeah. When you're in your pajamas? Yeah, you could have died. Yeah, I could have got frostbites. Yeah. Your parents were willing to take that chance. And still fear. <laughs> Wait, how many times did you get kicked out? Honestly, I think at least four or five times. That's when my dad that's when my dad gets mad. My dad doesn't get mad often. Like I so must what, have done something yeah, wrong. Yeah, what the hell did what what did you do? Like, I don't remember. That's the thing. I just must have been the big, the big fuck ups. Yeah, I don't know. I did some big fuck ups. My dad kicked in the house. Damn. And my mom gets worried about me and comes in and opens the door. That's like, the okay? that's the good cop bad cop routine. Yeah, they worked it out. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna no, kick. but then but then small things. My mom would yell at me, and then my dad would tell me like, "Give me the reasoning talk, the the, the white people thing." Yeah. No, no offense. Yeah. But my dad like after come like, "What did you do wrong?" Like, like why? Like and so my he'd, dad have you, to, he'd have you think about it. He'll have me think about it after I get the punishment. So it's like they hit you with the one, two, the yeah. good cop, bad cop. Is that how you're gonna raise your kids? For sure, for sure. The mother, your mom's gonna, be the gonna bad cop. your mom's gonna smack the kids. Yeah, and you're gonna be coming with a finisher. Do you know ten push-ups? <laughs> Do you know why? Because like the, if they like the parent more, they will speak that language more, and I need to preserve Cantonese. Yeah. So like I have to play the good cop, so then I can give the reasoning in Cantonese, and they'll start understanding it. That's right. So you you have to have the arrangement with your wife. Like, all right, you're going to beat the shit out of this kid. Here's the ground rules. No hitting the face. Uh, you can use you can use accessories, but no knives. <laughs> no sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're done, I'm going to come over and talk to him in Cantonese. <laughs> yes, that's the plan. <laughs> what about you, Gavin? Are you going to be back here a good cop if you have kids? I think most dads... No, not most dads. Like, like my dad didn't do a lot of punishing. That's like most dads. It was, it was like the mom. It was like the mom's job. I think at least like Asian Asian families. Yeah, Asian families. Yeah. Um, my mom did most of the punishing, and then um, my dad was never really like an enforcer like that. So I, I I get it. Like if he was mad, it would be so weird. Like it would be so sh- surprising. Because yeah, like my dad gets mad like maybe once yeah. a year when I was a kid. So then. It's like the ultimate move. You know, when dad's mad, you know you fucked up. 
But like your mom is mad. It's like, oh, that's every that's every week. All right, fuck it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, so when let's go back to this push up thing. A lot of people are praising are praising um this mom. Like even just looking over the comments, it's like you go, you know, they you did the right thing, uh, good job. Why do you think a lot of people like this, like are agreeing with with this kind of discipline? Because it's a type of punishment, but at the same time, it's not like you're hitting them. I think that's the biggest thing. If you if you post a video, or not a video, a picture of some someone hitting their kid in public, so much back in public, backlash. you'd be fucked. Yeah. yeah. So because because you only hit the kid in, in private. Come on, man. Obviously, that's, yeah, obviously. that's, that's, that's common Asian sense. Method, man. That's, Asian that's parenting one hundred and one. Hit the kid in private. Yes. <laughs> closed doors behind the closed doors. Yeah. But how about so something like this, where the mom is in the bathroom. That's okay. The kid's doing push-ups on the bathroom floor in something like that. It's it's like semi-public. I think it's okay because it's like double the punishment. The floor is dirty. Yeah, they're gonna get coronavirus, and then it's your fault for making your kid do push-ups on the floor. Or maybe the coronavirus would have came from someone else and transmitted it to him. So either way, he's going to get coronavirus yeah. and, then, and then you fail as a parent. No, that's how it works, bro. <laughs> that's how it works, bro. I think a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of people are agreeing with this because it is like a good compromise, I think. But I wonder what's going to happen. Like if the kid doesn't do the push-ups, they just add more push-ups, you know? And then what? The kid just says, I'm not going to do any more push-ups. Like what's, what's the... Level two discipline, I wonder, you know? <laughs> like, okay, if you're not going to get push-ups, what's, what's the punishment? No dinner. No dinner. Oh, that's a pretty... That's, pre- that's pretty harsh. Severe time. punishment, yeah. Dude, dude, if I didn't have dinner, I would die. <laughs> Even at 28. Would that work on you then? If your mom's like, <laughs> no dinner? Yo, that would work on me for sure, man. It's like, mom, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Is it a good punishment? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have anything well, else to add to this. <laughs> I, I, like the way you put it, it's like hitting is better than doing push-ups because what's one up if they don't do the push-up? For hitting, there's no a one up. It's just that level because you're just hitting them. You just hit harder. You just hit harder. See, but, look, like the lady, you can add 10 more push-ups, but if they're not going to do the push-ups to begin with, what's the alternative? Like, okay, there's, okay, you, uh, okay, more push-ups, more push-ups. It's like someone who's in debt. Like, you add more debt. They don't care. They're just like, okay, well, I'm already in debt. So what the fuck am I going <laughs> to do? I hope she has like a, a backup, plan? backup punishment. Like uh, getting dinner or I don't, I don't know, like sit-ups. <laughs> I don't know. You just change up. The- <laughs> All right. You're, you're doing. All right. We're going to hit the bench when you go home. <laughs> 20 squats. No, 10 deadlifts. <laughs> 10 deadlifts. So when I see you in the future with your kid out in public. And they're misbehaving. You better tell them to... I, I want to see you do that. Remember, I'm the good cop. Yeah, isn't this the good cop? No. Altier, you're not beating up your kid. You're like, all right, 10 push-ups right now. Right in the dim sum restaurant. Right in the restaurant. All right, let's move on. Yep. My topic this week. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. A Chinese lady aboard a Thai Airways flight from Bangkok to Shanghai last Friday reportedly coughed on a flight attendant on purpose during a check for the coronavirus. The flight had landed in Shanghai, and before people could get off the plane, the health officials needed to make sure the the whole plane was okay. I read they were waiting for like seven hours, something like that. Like, they landed in Shanghai. Seven hours they were waiting for the health people to come. Just Uh, that one flight? I, I don't know. I'm assuming all flights coming in have to have to wait. I'm assuming. Because why would it just be this one flight? 
So this one lady, you know, understandably pissed. The flight attendants, everyone's just trying to do their job and do the proper routine to not spread coronavirus. So this lady allegedly fakes a cough and coughs on a flight attendant. And then this video was captured. We're going to watch the video. Full screen this shit. So here's like a flight attendant putting this lady in a fucking chokehold. That's some Ron Artest shit. And then all the other flight attendants go. I don't think that's a flight attendant. Like these are flight attendants. No, no, the one that's like giving a chokehold. Like they're, they're a plane dude. Like they're a pl- they work for a plane. I see. And here she's just like yelling. The dude is like fully pushing her down and then he's like stay down please in the most like <laughs> most like innocent voice so that's what happened on the plane i guess the what we want to talk about today is whether or not if the lady was fucked up for coughing on purpose if this treatment was excessive here i want to give my two piece your right? two cents and two cents sorry i think that the woman should have done it in the first place there will be no consequences if you didn't do anything. It's because you you fucked up. You did something wrong. Yeah. She needs to be disciplined. So the guy like has some disciplined <laughs> shit there. <laughs> Seven hours though, waiting on a fucking tarmac. Damn, I I get it. It's, it was it's in bad taste. Like like a while ago when that Toronto rapper or whatever he he announced on the plane he had coronavirus and the whole flight had to turn around. Bad taste. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she was trying to do. I guess by faking a cough, she wanted the health officials to come faster. I have no idea what the plan was. Uh, maybe she was just pissed off that it was taking so long. Uh, someone like myself, I can barely, who can barely wait five minutes at a supermarket checkout. Uh, seven hours is, is a long fucking time. It is. It is. I don't even know what I'd be doing at that time. You're just on the tarmac. Like, I don't can even you, know what uh, you would can do. Can you even watch videos on like the movie theater screen? Maybe. Yeah, in the video, some of the screens are on. Maybe. Do man. But it's her fault. She shouldn't have fake coughed. What do you think of the response? You saw the video. The the dude had her in a chokehold. That you was that, a bit excessive. You think that went zero to a hundo? I understand it's a bit excessive, but she needs to be disciplined. So let's see. So in the video, supposedly filmed by another passenger, the woman decked out in a white hat top and face mask reportedly became enraged after the plane she was on was held up for up to 10 hours after landing at uh in shanghai it's not even seven it's 10 hours yeah because for the uh coronavirus screening a rate woman caused the scene and demanded to be let off the plane a few passengers stated that the woman was told by plane staff she would have to wait that's when she vented her frustration by flailing her arms and coughing on a flight attendant. And then that's when the video was was taken. The, the footage reportedly shows the flight attendant putting the woman in a headlock while screaming, come here, help me put her down, as he tried to pin her. So we saw in the video, she was being pinned on like, so, the aisle of seats. So the reason why she was pinned, I assume, was because they are afraid that she actually has coronavirus and that she might spread to everyone. So they have to push her head down so she's not spitting at anyone. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a reasoning behind that. The male plane crew members then asked for handcuffs as his co-workers worked to subdue the woman. The woman later calmed down without the need of being cuffed, passengers reportedly said. 
Let's see. Yeah, I I think so. So she, I don't think she had the virus. It was just a fake cough. Do you think a lot of people these days, since coronavirus, maybe even Asian people specifically, or just just anyone, are are using fake coughs to kind of get what they want? So there's a funny video I saw, like before this whole outbreak. Like it was like just when the outbreak in China, and like everyone else had little, very little people cases or whatever, right? And the video was all an Asian guy. He was like. Making a joke, he was like, "Oh, when you're in line at a like a food restaurant or something, and the line is super long, like your grocery store." He goes, <laughs> "Everyone moves to the line." Yeah. And then the second joke was that you know you get to the front, you're about to pay your cash, you go <laughs> over the cash. Oh, you, you don't want my money? You Yo, free free food? That's I thought that. So like this was already a joke before it even happened, to be honest. And just I don't know, man. Like I think it's fine. Like, I don't think I anything against it, but like, just be smart about it. How do you be smart about it? Is it, is it okay for, for us, especially like Asian people to pretend to cough? It's not okay. That's why I need to be disciplined at a young age, but sometimes people do it, man. For you, it's at the level, at least the, the coronavirus fears is at a level where, where if you see someone cough in public, what is your reaction? Nothing. Like you're not you're not afraid or you're not worried. No, my I have a colleague and we take the train together. He's been coughing for like three months and he's still not healed. He sits like right in front of me at on the go train home. No reaction. But do we know like why why is he coughing? He's just been sick for like three months. It's not like coronavirus. Does he have the flu? Yeah, he had the flu. Damn. All right. So you just. Letting him cough on your face like that? No, 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 Bro. no, no. But obviously, like, he's doing the, the arm thing, right? To cough on his, like, elbows. Or what is he's it? He's coughing into his arm? Yeah. yeah. You can tell if someone's an immigrant or someone's born here. A person that's born here will cough on the arms. A person that's an immigrant will just, like, cough straight or on their <laughs> hands. Yeah, but the coronavirus doesn't distinguish between immigrant and non-immigrant. He could still, you could still have the, the coronavirus. It doesn't mean this cause... You, He's coughing in his arm doesn't mean he doesn't have it. I, I hope he doesn't have it. No, he doesn't have it. Yeah. Um, Dude, our whole workplace will be infected. Yeah, and then you're infecting me now. It's always you, Jack, infecting me. What is this? <laughs> Coming here, <laughs> coughing, talking, on, spitting into the mic. I don't know. I think it, it is like kind of a joke in bad taste. Um, but at the same time, if you think about it from... It always goes back to freedom of speech. Like, what if someone's just coughing? It's intention too. I get it. It's intention. It's a bad joke at a bad time but if i just saw this video of a lady coughing like think of it there's there's the context of the coronavirus but the video itself and the story itself of a lady just coughed on a person and she gets chokeholded just for coughing but besides that like even in america in other countries a lot of racism there are a lot of stories about racism against asians because they think they all have coronavirus. That's why I wanted to say, like, if people are going to think we have coronavirus, why not just put it out there? We have it. Just cut in line. Use it as our advantage. So then now you're saying it's okay to do it. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't okay. But the thing is, like, if people already think like that, why not use it to our advantage, right? You're going to think I have coronavirus anyways when I don't, right? It's just it's just. So battle. how would you know who has... This, this is what we'll see in, in, like, Markham. Town full of Asian people. Everyone's just coughing at each other. Trying to butt the line. No, no. But Asians are going to be fucking racist to other Asians. Because we're getting racist on. We're getting racist on? Yeah. By white people. Like history. But yeah, I'm not going to continue with that. 
I mean, like in this video, it wasn't like a, a white person. It was like another Asian person holding down. Asia. Yeah. There, there was no racism there. I'm talking about like, you're talking about racism here, right? Yeah. So like in America, if people are going to be racist towards you. Why not pretend to have coronavirus anyways and cut the line? Is that just in poor taste though? Is that just poor judgment? Because other people, what I want to say is if you see someone cough, um, you already said you don't care, but like if you see someone cough in public, is it wrong to think or to cover your own mouth? Is it wrong to, to want to, I don't know, like protect yourself? It's not wrong, no. To protect yourself, no. So then going back to the whole racism thing, if you see someone cough in the public, you know, some people are saying like, oh, um, if you react in a certain way, you're racist. Like if, if you see an Asian person cough and then you subconsciously, I don't know, try to cover your mouth, it's like, oh shit, this guy's being so racist. That's the whole thing we're seeing. And with these fake coughs, with these real coughs, you don't know who's sick, who's not. I just think it's a very fine line between freedom of speech and protecting yourself and tying that in with the whole racism thing. Because the coronavirus, whether you like it or not, is going to be associated with China, Chinese people. But, but here's the thing. It's been racist since the beginning and it's still racist. Like now white people have it. It's like Italy, right? A bunch of white people have it. It's not just Asians. It can be Japanese. Koreans. It's not the point where it's just Chinese people. Of course, of course. But people are still racist towards Chinese people. Yeah. And to be fair, is is not 90% of the cases basically still in China? Like a, a soaring high number is but, in China. But here's another thing. Even us CBCs get bashed on. Well, like we live in Canada, so it's a bit better than other countries in the world. I've heard stories where people got beat up. and like, It's crazy. And it's like, crazy. This is you wear a mask in public. Like, like there was like a old Asian lady in Philadelphia or something riding a train. She was wearing a mask, and then someone just came up to her and said, "Oh, you, you diseased bitch," and started a conflict right there. Right. So definitely, there's a lot of anxiety towards the coronavirus, towards Chinese people, Asian people, any no, it's immigrant. Chinese. It's mostly any, Chinese. Yeah, but they. You think white people know the difference between Chinese and Japanese person? I'm sure most Canadians do. I don't think no. I don't think do. I don't think the people who are offended by Asian people or like afraid or like you know they think they're viruses. I don't think they care about the distinction. It's like a dude of yellow skin. You're you're fucking Chinese or you have the virus. So I think that ties in well with this video with this story of the lady getting on on the plane because it really makes me think of what it is the whole the whole idea that can you just cough. Can we use that as sort of like our, like you said, advantage? Like we can cough and get what we want. Um, or is that in poor taste? So then if we get to the point where people are just thinking, okay, we can just cough to get what we want. But then uh, at the other hand, other other Asians might suffer from that too. And they already are getting discriminated against, getting beat up. Well, what I'm saying is do this outside of China because you're killing your own people if you do it inside China. But if you do it outside where people are being racist towards you, it's it's a battle against racism. You fucking do this to us, we do this to you. Well, this is what you're proposing. We fake a few coughs. Yeah. And on the other hand, might not be you. Might be you, might be some other Asian people, might be some Asian guy, you know, in like some place in America. Some other Asian guy might get their ass kicked. And they already are getting their ass kicked. So you is fight back. Is that is coughing coughing a few times when a be worth getting your getting ass kicked getting mugged getting robbed getting targeted cough on their asses well i don't think they're gonna care at that point they're already beating your they're already kicking your ass 
You fight back. Self-defense. When it's it's pretty hard when it's like a whole gang of people against you. See, this, this reminds me. I'm not bringing this back to Cantonese people. See, we have to fight two types of people. We have to fight mainland China, uh-huh. erasing our language. And we have to fight white people trying to discriminate us. Yeah. Okay? I want the listeners out there. Wuhan is not the Cantonese region. Canton region, it's the Mandarin region. Okay, guys? So it's not us that's Wait, causing Canton this shit. Re- Cantonese region is the Mandarin? <laughs> no, no, I said Wuhan region is not the Cantonese region. Okay. They're in the middle of China. They're the Mando speakers. Okay, please separate us. Thank you. So you think at a time where Asians across Western countries are being discriminated against, should the Asians not stick together? Or you want this divide? We already have a divide. There's no fighting it. No talking this out. No good cop. Only bad cop. All right, man. For me, just to wrap this up, I think, yeah, the lady coughing was extremely poor taste. The, the measures taken against her, the whole chokehold thing. Uh, maybe that's the protocol. I don't know. But just seeing that video, that's extremely unnecessary. It seemed like the staff, though, they knew what they're doing. And I think it gets to a point where like, the, fake, the whole fake cough thing, I guess, is, is the main part of the issue. Is it wise to use it? Should we use it, the fake cough? Um, and if we do, there are consequences which we got to watch out for. We got to fight. Because whether, whether it's not you or me getting targeted, getting harassed, it could be another Asian person. Asian, it could be a kid. It could be a kid on a train. It could be... Old lady. It could be an old lady. It could be anyone. And you, you think these people can fight back? I, I don't know. You know what we need? We need an Asian Martin Luther King. That's what we fucking need. To end racism to towards end, Chinese people. <laughs> okay, yeah. Who would this Asian Martin Luther King be? Not me. Clearly, come on. <laughs> I would start a war if it was me. Uh, you would be uh, the Asian Malcolm X. Come on. Yeah. So that means I'm the that means I'm the Asian Martin Luther King, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right. Um, let's move on to the next topic. Speaking of your burning rage for Mandarin people and and your desire to keep the Cantonese language, uh, I think it's it's about time we move on to our next segment of the show. Today in Cantonese Corner, I recently found a really good Cantonese rap. Now, I know a lot of you don't listen to Cantonese rap. Most people just listen to Cantonese pop. You know, there's there's famous singers like Eason Chan or like uh, like. Jackie Chung. So I'm trying to remember the English names. I only know the Cantonese yeah, okay. names. So those are Canto pop singers. What are we? What are you introducing to us this week? So I'm introducing you a band, a rap band, called the Low Maze. How do you spell that? Low and the Maze. And if you translate Cantonese, it's like Low May. Which means it's like a it's like a cuss word. It's like yes, I fucking Low May. I don't know how to explain it. Dule Low May. Yes, but I don't know how to explain that cuss word properly, but it's a cuss word. When would you use lo mei? I haven't used it, to be honest. I don't really use it. It's like very local Hong Kong people use it. So how would you hear it in a sentence? I don't use it in Canada often. Like even in Guangzhou, they don't use that word. Or like they'll say, dili lo mei. Like that's about it. That's like the most like vulgar it can get. So fuck yeah. your lo mei. I don't even know what lo mei means, to be honest. <laughs> it's just a fucking swear that you use to like wreck on someone. Okay. It's like... You mofo. It's like, it's like that, like... No, a mofo would be dule lo mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm giving on, an example, man, come like... On. Come on! We don't use mofo often, that's my point. Yeah, dude, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Samuel Jackson up here, you motherfucker. Besides the point. Okay, so tell me about this group. 
the low maze. The low maze. They do a Canton rap. So based on their name, they're they're gonna be a. I'm assuming they're gonna be a highly uh, explicit rap group. Canton Hong Kong rap group. So okay, we're not gonna be playing a song. No, I'm not playing the song here. Yeah, I'm just don't don't play to... the song off your phone. That that's some that's some some trash audio quality. Come on, man. Okay, but I'm trying to pull it up, but it's not loading. Who does this group consist of? Tell me about this group. So I just recently learned about them the last couple of days. How did you find them? Uh, someone posted on uh, Settle Cantonese Traits. I think I just learned about it this morning, actually, to be honest. I listened to some of their stuff. It's pretty good. Uh, you can learn a lot of Cantonese from it, especially swear words. Uh, Although, would we know the meaning? I mean, we don't even know the meaning of Lo Mei. Come on. But I know, like, they have ones like like a song called, like, Sei, Sei Chong Lan. It's like, you what does poor that mean? mofo. Like, the English translation is, like, so clean. But, like, the Cantonese, it's so, like, explicit. What is it about Canton, Cantonese rap? Or what is it about the low maze which attracted you? You heard about them this morning, you said. What is so game-changing about them? It's just, like, we always hear talk about, like, white people rap, black people rap. Where do we hear the Cantonese rap, yo? MC I, Jin I thought your rapping, boy MC Jin, yeah. But, like, his rap is, like, his Cantonese rap is not that good. His English rap, don't get me wrong, his English rap is beast, okay? He's beast, okay? When he combines it with Cantonese, add some Cantonese here and there, yo. My sprinkles on that Cantonese, Jack Jack is just coming in his pants. Yes, basically. exactly, exactly. Jizz in my pants, you know, you, jizz you just did right now. Pants, exactly. You know? What? How does that feeling compare to a group like the Low Maze? The Low Maze rap in Cantonese, like MC Jin raps in English. But only in Cantonese, right? Only in Cantonese. But they have English here and there, just like MC Jin have Chinese here and there, or Cantonese, right? And like, I feel like for listeners out there, they can learn a lot of swear words they can use in public. Okay. Um, there are two most have a, Okay, okay. What's, so this is one of the songs you, you're talking about, right? Yes. You can click on it. Broke ass. Yeah. How do you say that in Chinese? Say kong lan. It's like... Broke ass. Well, broke ass. Yeah, lan. It's like... But lan, like, but say, lan yeah. means like penis though, right? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just play it. So this is a music video. Why? I don't know yeah. where Fulamyun is, just saying. Alright, so it's a group of Asian guys strutting around in the casino. That's Vegas, by the way. Are they four people? Yeah. They got the English subtitles. Fuck out of my face, fuck out of my face, fuck out of my face, fuck out of my face. All of y'all broke as fuck. Alright, I'm gonna stop. What do you think of this? Do you hear how fast he's rapping? Yeah, but it's his native tongue. MC Jin can't rap that fast in in Cantonese. He's he's American born Chinese. But he speaks Cantonese really well already. Yeah, but this is a native tongue. How can you compare a native t- tongue to a second language? Dude, I can't even rap in English, man. You're not a rapper. What? <laughs> Whatever. Like so much disses in it. Do you see all those disses? So when we talk about rap, it's a genre which obviously is 
have black associated with, with black culture. What are your thoughts on Asians or even Cantonese people? What are your thoughts on Asian or Cantonese people trying to get into the rap culture? Honestly, I think it's cool. I always say MC Jin has always been the gateway for Asians to be a rapper. Like everyone inspires to be like MC Jin, even people from mainland. There's a show called The Rap of China. It's a China show, obviously, the mainland show. I watched it. I liked it. So let me get it straight. Is is the rap genre something which is popping in China? It is popping in China. It is popping in China. It got more popping in the last four, four years, I would say. What do you think is the reason for the rise of Chinese rap? The show, The Rap of China. That's so this is, this is like a CCTV show, right? Like government. Because when, when I think China media, heavily controlled, right? Well, the first season wasn't heavily controlled. It was like the first season, right? It's not going to be like sure controlled. But by a second season, you realize the small details. Like in first season, they're allowed to have tattoos. But in second season, they have to cover their tattoos. And their lyrics are not allowed to have like super vulgar. Yeah. Like how... how uh, so late, so the Lomos would not be... They would not be... They would be censored in China. Th- yeah. Well, this, they speak Cantonese they, too. Well, this is Hong Kong. Yeah. So they'll be sentenced in, in, in China. They'll be like cut, man. But luckily it's in Hong Kong, right? That's why, that's why I keep telling them we can't let Cantonese culture die and that Hong Kong is the last standing place. If China fully takes it over, this stuff that we see now, they're gone. They're no, they're no more. They won't exist. Going back to rap and Cantonese. I want to add that the first season of The Rap of China, MC Jim was on it. He was also rapping in Mandarin. His Mandarin was like elementary level, wasn't like super good, but he was able to even rap in that. And that's his third language, just like yeah. mine, right? And I can't even rap in my first. People there call him the OG. He is, they call him the godfather of rap of China. So, He's like the Tupac of so, China. So MC Jin is like the Stefan Marbury for basketball. He's good in America, Stefan Marbury. Then he went, oh, his career is kind of like dwindling down. So he went over to China and became the Michael Jordan of China. You're saying MC Jin is like the Stefan Marbury of Chinese rap. That's what it sounds like to me. Yes, exactly. So we're talking about rap in China now uh, and how it's like censored. Compare that to Cantonese rap, still heavily, you know, it doesn't seem like it's censored. These these lyrics are explicit AF. That's one of the reasons, I guess, why you're attracted to, to a group like the Low Maze. And they have a unique name, just like our DIU like podcast. <laughs> um, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I never took you for someone to enjoy rap music, to be honest. I never liked rap music until i started to listen to the rap of china the show and i started listening to mando rap first and i like mando rap i may not understand every single lyric but it sounds good the flow's good like it's not like always about like hitting bitches you know making money you know they sing about life they rap about life sorry they rap about life they don't just rap about bitches money drugs like black people do i can't stand it though that's all they sing about (laughs) Like, they talk about they started from the bottom, and then they get rich, and they get the bitches. Well, this song is kind of like that, too. The song, this Low May song is totally about... No, 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 no. If you listen, broke asses, if getting you listen, bitches. They, there's a line where he said, like, your girlfriend's going to be in my pool sunbathing. Like, that's that's like a pretty Americanized rap. Lyric. You need to listen to his other stuff. This is one of their songs. Okay, please. But the core of rap 
isn't that like that whole uh, show off attitude? No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Alright, uh, should we finish listening to the song? Yeah, let's finish this song. Be short. All of y'all are broke as fuck. Fuck out of my face. Fuck out of my face. They say but like, I don't think that's a good translation. Yeah, it is. It's like, it should be get the fuck out of my face, not fuck out of my face. Yeah, but as like an English native, which you don't seem to be, fuck out of my face is basically get out, get out of my face. It's the same meaning. Okay, I guess I'm a bad translator. The thing with translating is you can't just do the direct translation. It's not going to make sense. Like if you're doing English translations, you have to do it from the perspective of an English audience. But get the fuck out of my face is still English. Yeah, but this is more tough. Fuck out of my face. This is get the fuck out of That's like, you're so proper. Please, <laughs> sir, escort yourself off the premise. Like, like, fuck out of my face. All right, fine, fine. You listen to Black Rap more than me. Not really. All of you are broke as fuck. I use your pension to buy me a Jeep. So you would never see that in black people rap. Yes, you talking. would, dude. You listen to like one, one rap song. Maserati, bro. He's got a supreme water bottle here. Like this is this is like any black song, like rap, you know, just flaunting their money. It's not different. Yeah, that's cool. Is this on your uh, playlist now on Spotify? Dude, the, t- the top five popular songs on my playlist. Like, so if they weren't if they weren't Cantonese, let's say they had the low maze were like some American group, same songs but just in English. You you would not give them a second look. Probably not. Like I listen to Drake and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I can't barely listen. Like don't get me wrong, I listen this, to the rap. lyrics is literally fuck out of my face, fuck out of my face, fuck out of my face. You know, it's not like something groundbreaking like a lot of rap. You know, you get songs like YOLO or like. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, you know, it's 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 the same thing. It's like a catchy hook and then some rap and then some a nice beat. It's it's maybe because I'm so pro Cantonese and that it attracts my ears, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If someone did a Cantonese cover of a Drake song, then you you would probably be liking that is 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 what I'm getting at. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I'm not saying the low maids are bad. Like I'm definitely they're they're talented, they're Dude, rapping I can't. Is I can't hard. do that. Yeah, rapping Cantonese is hard. It sounds to me like you only like them because they're Cantonese. Also, because I feel like Cantonese swear words hit more deeply than English swear words. No, actually, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But we're Cantonese, you know. Yeah, that's, 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 true, that's what it is. But no, don't get me wrong. Like I listen to Mando rap too. I don't have nothing against them. Like I don't like Mando is not my first language or my second language. Yeah. And you know, I don't like the devil's language. But I still listen to Mando rap. I think they're still better than English rap. And I don't understand the full song either most of the time. I need to go go online read the lyrics because Mando has too little tones. So I sometimes don't know what the character means. So like I still go online look at the lyrics. I still listen to Mando rap and I don't think they're that bad. 
what I'm trying to understand is like, you don't like rap. I'm talking about like American rap, which basically is where rap came from. Yeah. So the only, I'm trying to understand, like the only reason you like Chinese rap is because it's Chinese. Which I guess is the key defining characteristic. Yeah, Chinese maybe, rap. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Like, because like I'm saying, if if all these Chinese raps were in English, you you wouldn't care. But like, I do listen to rap, but only if there's singers with them. Like example, like Bruno Mars featuring Tra- Travis. Yeah, but this isn't Low Maze featuring Leslie Chung. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I don't know why. Like, I only like if it's black rap. Or like American rap, I don't like it if it's mixed with someone singing. Yeah. Like Bruno Mars or Charlie Poof or Shawn Mendes. Because like raps, that just tells me like rap's not your genre. Like you, you just don't like rap music. But um, I like to listen to Chinese rap. Like it's, Mandarin it's, yeah, because only, it seems like you like Chinese rap because of the first word Chinese. Because it's Chinese. That's, I, that's what I think. If, I, I don't if think it was so. in another language, like I said, if the low maze were translated to English, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even care about them. Unless... Bruno Mars was doing the the verse. I don't know, man. Okay, so um, what are some of your f- songs you recommend from the Low Maze? Let's wrap. Well, this the up. two, the two, I'm on replay right now. So we just heard one, right? Yeah, that's one of them. Seichong Lang, or the other one is Yan San Yan Ga. What does that mean? So it's like life winner. I think it's called like winning in life. Life winner, life winner. I think it's called life winners. Yeah, basically, what I said. All right, you can click on it. Do you want to listen to it? Yeah, we'll listen to it after we end the show, so the listeners aren't just fucking bored to death. <laughs> okay, uh, let's recap the issues this week, Jack. What did you talk about? I talked about disciplining children and how we should discipline them. Being a parent, a future parent. One of us needs to be the bad cop. One of us needs to be a good cop no matter what. We can't both be bad cops or both be good cops. You're already planning the high-low punch. You hit him right, I hit him left. Bam, bam. Exactly. The one-two um, punch. This week, I talked about a lady coughing on an airplane. And I think the, the discussion or the real issue was whether or not we should be faking these coughs. If faking these coughs would lead to more racism, more outrage against Asians. It's really hard to say. I think it's just a very inappropriate time for coughing um at the same time you know me like i always think freedom of speech is important like if someone just coughs yeah i get the timing is bad but it's is it really grounds to to put someone in a chokehold these are the questions we'll have to be facing as as the coronavirus story develops uh if you enjoyed this episode feel free to leave a comment on the website www.diupod.com what's our email jack diupodcast at gmail.com and we can be listened on Spotify and Google Podcasts, as well as Anchor. And our social media is... DIU Podcast. On? Facebook. And? Twitter. All right. You know where to hit us up. Cantonese Corner this week, we talk about rap. We're going we're gonna to end this episode off and listen to this song. So if you want to hear it, stay tuned after the outro. Thank you for listening and tune in next time on D.I.U. Podcast. So this is The Low Maze. Life winners. How do you say it in Chinese? Yan sang. Yan ga. Yan ga. 
Yeah. Record, like, if it wasn't recording, I'd be. Why? I'd sound like an idiot. So stripe and light it on. I said, if if the music wasn't recording, I would I would sound like an idiot. <laughs> like listen along. Like, this is your shit. Yeah, it's on replay right now, bro. Like, this morning. Like, what kind of mood? When you, when you hear that... Like, I understand I'm talking about the song, but fuck it. Like, our list, our audience probably doesn't know the sentence. Uh, but what kind of mood does listening to this song put you in? Hey. Like, would you work out to this? I would, I would. I would. Like, this is your... Like, if you're, you're going to play ball, this is your... Pre-ball。Right, but it's like, I think it's a black person rap, so you can't relate to black person. You can relate more to Chinese So if, if a Chinese guy sang great songs, like, if a Chinese guy sang passion, you would be like, yeah, this is my shit. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We need, we need one to happen. Gavin, this we need, part, I mean, we need like a song. Like, like we need a show. There's a show like that where all the all the judges are turned around in the chair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you press the button, you turn around. That means you voted for them. Yeah. We need a, we need a show like that. Yeah. And then you turn around. It's like someone rapping. It's it's an Asian guy. Yeah. I can do that. yeah. Counting his stacks. So, would would you be listening to this? I just imagine you listening to this in a car. Just like, I would be rocking up, bro. Is this like the future of Jaxi karaoke? No, I can't even rap in English, man. Like, why would I rap in Cantonese? I think I think as as a Cantonese ambassador, this should be your next your next uh, goal. Rapping in Cantonese, at least at least rapping along in Cantonese. I'll try. I'll try. You maybe, got some I, maybe I'll try five songs on uh, karaoke. The low maze. The low maze. <laughs>